Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Authors Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. Hello and welcome to another episode of the author's podcast. My name is Lisa Newton, I'm your host, and in each show I'll interview an author, asking them about their book or books that they've written, how they got started, and any tips they might have to share with you, the listening audience. So on today's show, I have Ruth Pearson. Ruth Pearson is an experienced leader and manager. She's worked with both senior and middle managers. She's taught in several secondary schools for over 25 years, rising to the position of deputy head teacher. She is the founder of Listening to Your Voice Limited, a coaching and training business specialising in holistic well-being and overcoming work-related stress. Ruth uses her training in an integrated way to help others to get detailed understanding of what motivates them as individuals, their colleagues or their teams. She is the author of several books, including Say Yes to New Opportunities, Be Motivated to Learn, which complements her business. And she's also the author of Listening for God's Voice, 40 Days of Developing Intimacy with God. This shares information about her personal healing and experiences about how she developed a deeper spiritual relationship. So with all of that said, Ruth Pearson, are you on the line? Ruth, t- tell us a little bit then about your story in terms of how you got the first book written. How did that come about? What inspired that? Hello. Yeah, Ruth. So tell us about your first book and how that got started, how how that came about. So my, f- my first book is called Listening for God's Voice. And it came around at a time when I was having a low point in my life and was trying to find some clear direction in terms of where I wanted to go. And at the time when I was writing it, I met a book coach a few years before and wanted to write the devotional book. Somehow or other, our paths didn't cross in terms of being able to write the book. So at that time, I was home um, sick because I have lupus and autoimmune illness and I was recovering from home. And she said, it'd be really good for you to start writing the book. So I started just writing some devotional thoughts. And as I was writing them, I was getting positive feedback from others. And it just encouraged me to keep writing. 
So when when you say devotional thought, what does that mean? So a devotional, it starts off with a Bible reading and then in the middle it has a story that could be related to the Bible or it could be a life lesson or something to do with nature. And then from that story, then to put lessons that I've learnt that's a spiritual context but not necessarily deep religion. And then at the end it's got a prayer just connecting everything together so like lessons that I've learned so like the first one is called I speak father if I'm listening so it's about that connection with God that we want it to be a two-way relationship and not just one way so would you say then you, you began writing the book when when you were at home because you because of your illness is that when it, it first began yes yeah, so I was yeah so I was home and because the year before I'd got made redundant so it wasn't like I was in a fixed school so this time obviously because I was ill I had time on my hands right so it was a means of I had the space to write yes so that's why everyone was saying why don't you use the space and actually start writing the book so that's when I started to write the book I see okay so that's that's quite interesting then so you say that you, the space to write because I think a lot of people their thing is oh I just haven't got the time but um sometimes things happen maybe in yeah life. so mm. it's like okay so the name of the book is listening for God's voice 40 days of developing intimacy with God so is it the type of book you read one day at a time or do you read it all in one sitting? Is it like almost like a, a study guide or how would you describe it? So I describe it like most people who read it because it's talks about my story so over like how I connected back with God so although I say to people I've grown up in the church all this time but I knew about God but I didn't know him for myself so most people who read it will read it right through like as a like how you read ordinary books so like just in one go or a couple of days and then they'll go back and read it then in terms of the devotional so they'll read like the sections so it's got like day one and then day two day three mm. so they'll go and read the individual days then as a day mm. because they've got past that okay they wanted to see well what comes next and what comes next so that way then they can you know have that time out because the advantage of the book is at the end of the book it's got some time so that you can actually write your own thoughts so like as you're reading the devotionals how does this impact you how long did it take you to write would you say that book how long it took about for, for this particular one probably about 18 months or so from when I first had the idea for the book mm. until the book actually got published because I started writing so when I first started writing the book I didn't write it in like a consistent way mm. so it's like because I'd, I was writing devotions before but not thinking they were going to be in a book like I didn't map out in terms of this was going to be the first devotion and the second and that journey that I was going to take the reader on. So it meant that I had to go back and rewrite some of the devotions because they were written in different ways so that there was the consistency for each of the ones and that I didn't have too many on one character. So I had to do a lot of unpulling of the yeah. book 
so that's what took longer and it was just a learning curve as well just to see well how do you get from the beginning to the end and because they were like each devotion the standalone it was making sure that they still had that same thread around building intimacy and personal relationships because although the book is called building intimacy with god also underneath the core of that is about how we build relationships with each other yes okay interesting you you said you you'd bumped into a book a book coach previously and then sort of lost contact so did you work with that coach to get your book done so i wrote with the i worked with a book coach to help organize my thoughts and ideas mm. and the book coach also helped in terms of editing up the book and making sure that it flowed so like once I got like the first draft she went through it as a reader to make sure that there was that consistency that needed to go through it. You were listening to the author's podcast with me your host Lisa Newton. You can email me lisa at lisanewton.co.uk and remember we have the inner circle which is for writers just like you and you can join us at writerbook.net. So and because obviously it was the first time I was writing a book it was like learning all those nuances that you need to like when you're writing a book it's not just like picking up a pen and just writing what thoughts are in your head that it has to flow through for the reader so as the reader goes through the book that they can see okay this is where I as the author are going to in terms of writing and where can people buy it so the book is available on Amazon there's also a link on my personal um, website which is Ruth um, pearsonuk.com and when I go out to events then people can purchase the book from me because I have signed copies so anytime I have events then I take the book so people can purchase them at events that I host. Okay excellent so if you're just tuning in I am talking to Ruth Pearson she's the founder of Listening to Your Voice Limited a coaching and training business specialising in holistic well-being and overcoming work-related stress. One of her books is called Listening for God's Voice, 40 Days of Developing Intimacy with God. And she's also written Say Yes to New Opportunities, Be Motivated to Learn. Ruth, tell me about then the, the coaching business, Listening to Your Voice Limited. What, what kind of coaching and training do you offer? So the coaching and training started off initially just being very general. So just helping people that were in transition in their life. But as the year went on, it was like, and I started to change. It was like, I realized that the coaching is about holistic well-being. So because like my first book was called Listening for God's Voice, you've got that spiritual aspect, but it's also looking at the physical, the mental, the social, and how all of those work together to impact a person. And then and also about the importance of having some me time and time out, like not look, looking after family, not looking after the business, not at work and just having some quality time in our lives because like life just gets so stressful that we're always on call all the time. So that's what I work with my clients now to build in, factor into their life some me time and the importance of that and then helping them in terms of reaching what goals it is that they identify as important for them. Um, also, you're, you're a licensed practitioner of motivational maps that you can use with individuals businesses and youth um tell me about motivational maps yes 
So when I was at this, so when the same time when I was writing the between the first book and the second book, one of the times I was having, I was at a really low point in my life and someone sent me the motivational maps. It's an online diagnostic tool to see what causes you to motivate yourself. So do you like to work on your own? Do you like to work as part of a group? Do you want someone to tell you step by step how you need to do things? Or do you just want someone to just give you the project and run ahead with it? So at that time, so it's like an online diagnostic tool and they sent it to me and I did it and it made me realize that my key motivator is helping people so therefore the writing then allowed me to express how I felt over certain things to help people from where they were to where they wanted to go to so it just meant then that everything started to tie up and make sense mm. okay and what sort of was the the gap in between um, writing the first book and then writing the second book so the gap so I started writing listening to your voice in 2014 and I started writing the second book say yes to new opportunities in 2015 so it was probably although it seems like one year after this probably about 18 months in between them so it's like the first book came out and then the following year after that came out I was home and again I had another challenge in my life that was going through and I was thinking why is it that people have the same opportunities but factor of they go through them in different ways so the original title was going to be same opportunities different outcomes so still mm. be motivated to learn but as I went through the last year and lots of people found that I was taking on new opportunities that's when the title changed so the title being say yes to new opportunities so it's an interesting say yes to new opportunities yes so it's yes. interesting then so why do different people have um, different outcomes then what's your view on that same opportunity different outcomes why is that so I found like so as I went through so part of the the nice thing about the say yes to opportunities be motivated to learn is it picked up some of the ideas so like uh, a couple of years before that I was doing my dissertation and that was about coaching and assessment for learning in schools mm. and I found that in terms of students in terms of teachers that one of the key things to do with learning is to do with how much you engage and your attitude so that's where then the idea of the book came about because it was to do with how you felt over certain things so it's like you know you will have like people will be at work and it's like some people will just completely disengage with the process of what's taking place you know they'll sit in the meetings and they'll be doodling and doing things like that and think it's fine mm -hmm. where other people turn up to the meeting and be engaging in the activity taking part so it was to, you know so that was one of the key things I think that was just like really struck me that why is it that both groups think that it was fine for them to act in that particular way and then like in terms of your attitude you know if someone came and asked you to do something out of hours like your normal work hours would you stay or would you not stay mm. so it was like a lot more I suppose to do with your beliefs and values and I realized that the core of how we behave to others is to do with our relationships so if the relationships are good with others you'll do things for them that you might not necessarily do for someone else okay that's that's interesting so it's how maybe how people treat you that will motivate you to whether or not you want to help them and engage in the process as, as such so if there's someone out there, you know, and perhaps um, they're, they're thinking of writing a book or they perhaps are in an environment and they've got an idea for a book, could be to 
work related um, as as yours were some of your experiences there what what advice would you have for anyone like that so the advice i would give them so it was like when i wrote the second book i realized right from the beginning that i needed to put the structure in place so i didn't want to start writing and then have to rewrite mm. so again with the second book i got a business coach so it was like because i was setting up the business at the same time so she wrote business books and also knew how to run a business you are listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. So I combined two things together in one. So when before I wrote with her, she wouldn't let me write anything at all. So we had to go through and plan like what was going to go in each of the chapters and then for each of the chapters, how was it going to be organised? So like an introduction with a story like which case studies are going to go in there then at the end to have a summary in terms of what the chapter was about and then what you wanted the reader to do so that way then I mapped it all out in a grid so I knew in each chapter what was going to go in each chapter and it allowed me even before I wrote to have a big overview in terms of the book so the advice I'd give for anyone who's writing a book is think beforehand what do you what's that structure going to look like so that you know what's each chapter going to look at what are some of the common themes that you want to run through each of the chapters so that you've got that consistency mm. and then write about something that you're passionate about mm. So, you know, because I was passionate about learning and why is it that some people do better than others? That was a natural thing for me to write about, you know. So, you know, and therefore, because you're passionate about it, the creative juices flow a bit better. Yes. But one of the things I had that was really interesting is because the book was conceived initially from an academic point of view, it was like I had to get out of the academic head into a personal development. So she had me doing all these different things. So eventually I had to like pick up my phone and talk or she would just interview me. So that way then I connected with what I wanted to say on a personal level instead of academic. So try different ways as well as when you're writing. Don't just stick to that. You have to just sit down at a computer and write your thoughts think about alternative ways that you can connect with what you want to say and then use them in terms of writing your book okay excellent and are you a, a pen and pencil person or do you jot notes down or do you type straight onto a, a laptop so I, I do a mixture I use a mixture of different methods so it's like some of the chapters I'd get a notebook and I'd draft out some of the things I wanted to say beforehand sometimes I would get a computer and I would type out my notes what I needed to say the sum which was like when I was too much in my head mm. I'd pick up my phone and I would say like how we're having this conversation now. I would say what it is I wanted to write about. And then from that, then I would like almost transcribe it back into my notes. Oh, I see. So, you know, so I use not, so I wouldn't just use one method. It just depended on if when I was trying one method, if it didn't work, then I'd try a different way. Mm, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, because sometimes people have, you know, writer's block. They don't know what to say or they, they're trying to say it and they sit there staring at a screen but if you actually speak it out that can actually help get sort of get the creative juices flowing as such yeah yeah so that's what I found so because normally when we when we have a conversation especially if it's someone that we're, we have a really good relationship with it's very rare that we'll have a 
what do I say next in terms of the conversation? Mm. So that's why, like, when I was having that block in terms of trying to get on paper what I wanted to say sitting at the computer and typing, that's why I'm, my coach said, well, why don't you just speak it? Mm. Just pick up your phone. You know, most phones now have a recording device on them. Just pick up the phone and just say what it is that you wanted to say. So that's what I did. Mm. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, I'm, I'm speaking to Ruth Pearson, an experienced leader and manager. She is the founder of Listening to Your Voice Limited, which is a coaching and training business. And her books include Listening for God's Voice, 40 Days of Developing Intimacy with God, and Say Yes to New Opportunities, Be Motivated to Learn. She's also written The Use of Coaching and AFL for School Improvement, a comparative review. So is is that book more sort of educational text based the use of coaching and afl for school improvement yes so so that one was like when i did my dissertation it was like my tutor just said to me that i've got a really good style of writing Mm. so that very much was like so this i suppose this is that was really what started the whole process of writing because when i was writing my dissertation i never saw myself as a writer because i taught science and maths and i would just say to people english isn't my forte so i think that sort of dispelled the myth that in order to write you've got to be good at english Mm. and as i as i went through because i was doing a research masters it was like i had to put into practice what it was that I was wanting the teachers or the students to learn and from that then again it was this whole concept of learning and the coaching was like how do teachers learn and this AFL stands for assessment for learning how do the students learn and I looked at the comparison between what was similar between learning in teachers and learning in students and what were different so that was an interest that was a interesting exercise and I think from what came out of that then that then helped in terms of the book say yes to new opportunities to do with the importance of listening because obviously if we're teaching in a classroom or you're doing coaching listening is important your uh, attitude that you have that's important whether or not you're going to engage in the process that was important Hmm. so there was there's a uh, overlap between the two books but one of them as you say is very academic looking at all of this and then the others come from a personal development point of view and are you working on any books at the moment are you writing at the moment yes so the books in the pipeline (laughs) i'm going to do a book so like on this whole this whole journey of reconnecting with god i had this quest to to do with praise and prayer and why that's important in our life so i'm mapping out a book around that and then because of the say yes to new opportunities people who've read it they think you know what you should start to put the messages of this into the younger like younger children Mm. and also the youth so I'm now in the process of going to be looking at doing a youth version and a version of children for children on say yes to new opportunities and the be motivated to learn but simplify it down for the age groups and have examples that are relevant to like children in a junior school and then relevant for students who are in secondary school and like, up to university age so like you know so that way then because of feedback from other people then i thought okay then if there's the need for the books then i might as well write them oh yes absolutely so sort of like your in terms of of marketing 
and your your audience what for for the books how have you been doing going about marketing because you, you mentioned they're available at your events the books and they're also on amazon is there anything else that works particularly well yeah in terms of marketing so i use um, social media so that's been one of the platforms and then i go out to networking events so that's been one of the ways to market and my biggest thing i'm looking forward to next month is i'm going to be at the business show with one of the groups and at that business show again i'm going to be a speaker so one of the things now in terms of marketing is going out and having speaking opportunities and as I'm speaking at different networking events, then it's allowing me again to share my story, share the reasons why I've written my books. And that again is like when I share what I've done, it's like people are coming up and thinking, oh, I could write a story. Mm. So I think the good thing now with marketing, letting people know about how I've done things is to say to them, well, yeah, you can do it. And they're going, yeah, but it's such a big project. And I'll say to them, well, actually, can you write a page a day, a page a week? So you, you know, you break it down and I tell them about how I planned, how we discussed earlier. And I said that once you've got the plan, you don't have to start from the beginning. You can start anywhere you want to start and then write that section that you feel comfortable in writing. And then you might not write for a week or two, but then pick it back up again. So that way, then it's making people see that writing is something that they can do instead of thinking that they can't do it. And as they go out in their day to day life then they can start to bounce off ideas about what they want to do and then that helps them you know in terms of marketing the book is there a need for it you know do I need to do it in a different way so that it will meet the needs of the people I want to actually read the book. Mm. So some very good ideas there so you mentioned your social media so tell us how we can get in touch with you your social media handles. Can you repeat that question? Your social For social media or if um, anyone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? So the best way to get in touch with me is via my website. Mm-hmm. So my website is www.listeningtoyourvoice.co.uk. So that's my business website. And my personal website is www.listeningtoyourvoice.co.uk ruthpearsonuk.com okay excellent so your twitter handle uh, for those on twitter is at ltyv underscore ltd and ruth pearson is also on linkedin you can look her up and on facebook and so it's listening to your voice.co.uk or ruthpearsonuk.com so ruth any any final words that we've not covered any final words yeah final words would be go and that as the book says say yes to your opportunities if you think you have a book inside of you like you don't have to get a coach but at least find someone around that you can bounce your ideas off and just go put it down once you've got your first draft then just go edit it up so the hardest bit is putting the first draft together once you do that then yeah and you know looking forward to hearing your stories of how you've used my examples to go and write your own book yeah excellent okay so that's ruth pearson if you want to get hold of ruth it's www.listeningtoyourvoice.co.uk you can also download her free app listening to your voice so what's what's the app ruth what's that what does that entail listening to your voice is like to help you to do in terms of building up communications and 
building relationships. So I say to people that if you think about the shape of a cross, so you've got listening to your voice, as in listening to God's voice, because that's part of my, my first book, and then listening to your voice about building relationships, which is all the coaching and training that I do. So ultimately, in order for us to learn and grow, we need to listen to the voices of someone else. So it may be that inner voice that we listen to, or it may be the voice of each other. So so that's where the, the name of the company came across, because it then allowed me to be authentic to who I am, but also do all the different things I wanted to do. So Ruth Pearson, ruthpearsonuk.com, also listening to your voice.co.uk. Thank you very much, Ruth, for being a guest on the show and sharing your tips for us. Um, some very good ideas there for getting your ideas down in onto paper, planning out the chapters and uh, making the time to actually get Okay, this. thank you for having me on the show today. Right. Thank you. You have been listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton, sponsored by Boogles Limited. Tweet the show at Boogles underscore books, spelled B-O-O-G-L-E-Z underscore books. You can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And if you want to join our author's community, join the inner circle at www.writerbook.net. You have just been listening to the author's podcast with Lisa Newton. See you next time.